This is the Hungry to Learn podcast. Tasteful conversations seasoned with love. Here's Birga. I want to talk today a little bit about something I really struggle through, and I dub it to be sympathy pains. Now, it is certainly not what you think of with the traditional sympathy pain, where somebody next to you is experiencing a great deal of physical pain, and you in your own body start to manifest that same type of pain. Not at all what I'm getting at. My type of sympathy pain really involves an emotional, gut-wrenching, spirit-wrenching pain that happens as a result of somebody else's suffering. This is something that I've really wrestled through for a number of years. It seems to be intensifying. I'm trying to really work through it because I know that there is something in the midst of it all that God is trying to teach me. But let me give you some examples of what I'm talking about. When somebody I love and care about deeply is walking through a period of uncertainty, of doubt, of frustration, and they communicate those emotions to me, rather than me hearing, praying over, maybe giving some words of encouragement, somehow I start to internalize those own feelings and I start to develop this agony within me because of an inability to help the other person overcome the struggle that they are walking through. If it's a health diagnosis, it's something that's also very, very painful to me. I've got somebody right now who is waiting for further testing to either confirm or deny, I guess, a a dark spot on a mammogram. And it's just so painful to be on the outside watching someone you care about walk through this pain. When there is broken relationships with two people that you love and you're observing from the outside, those individuals struggle through just the agony of miscommunication, unforgiveness, whatever the situation may be. It's so easy for me to start to lose my peace and to lose my joy as I agonize for them or on their behalf. And I know it's not right. I know it's not necessarily uncommon. I think there's a lot of women that struggle with this. I think it's more a tendency of women than of men, but there's certainly both genders that really wrestle through this. And I know that historically there's been that type of emotion because I even look back scripturally in Romans and I see the verse in chapter 9 verse 3 where Paul is talking about his just his heart being torn for those that he loves and just reads like this this is from the ESV version it says for I could wish that I myself were accursed and cut off from Christ for the sake of my brothers my kinsmen according to the flesh he's wrestling through it he's saying Man, he wished he could be cursed for their sake because he so desperately wants them to get it, to get the revelation, to get the fulfillment of the promises. And so I certainly can relate. This is something that I wrestle through. One of the conclusions that I have come to in all of this, and again, I'm still processing it, I'm still learning through it, is that I think there's kind of a a twisted misconception in my own mind that my agonizing over someone else's problem, someone else's health, someone else's relationship situation equates to me doing something. And I think that is wrong. When I hear about a problem, hear about a crisis, hear about a a health problem, and I pray about it, and I choose to turn it over to God's care, somehow it seems like I'm not doing anything anymore, or that I don't care enough, or I'm not invested enough. And I think it's just bad thinking, bad theology, it's bad everything. Because not only is my anxiety compromising myself, but it's certainly not doing anything to help the other person, right? And so if I can get to that place where I am consistently hearing about the issue, committing it to prayer, turning it over to God, and then not letting it wreck me, I think that is a far better use of my time than the the practice that I had been accustomed to with which is the constant worry and anxiety
anxiety. Because when I get to that place, I'm compromising my relationship with my husband and my children. I'm compromising my peace and my ability to do my job well because of distractions in my mind and my heart over these things that I'm worried about. And so I just wanted to throw this out there for maybe a word of encouragement to you if you are wrestling through some of the same situations that, hey, you're not alone. There is help. God's bigger than all of this and he is working in us and through us. But also I wanted to submit it as if you're somebody like me who equates worry to work somehow, we just all got to knock that off because it's certainly not helpful and it's not beneficial to our health or to the person that we love. And so just some things to think on today. As always, just some food for thought from Hungry to Learn. previous episodes of Hungry to Learn and connect with Birga on social media at HungryToLearn.com. This has been Hungry to Learn, tasteful conversations seasoned with love.